just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Terrific. Now it's the Malcolm Go podcast. It's Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. Tony and Tyler back after a two-week pause. It's happening, Ty. We recorded last week. We each predicted a win. <laughs> we an we easy knew win. it was coming. So we just, you know, everyone thought that was going to be a win last week. That was a... That was a layup. Really. I have to admit, I have to admit, I was ex- I was mentally exhausted of podcasting. I went high and low. I, I asked fandom on twitter malcolm go fans on twitter i said listens are down it's a fact the listens were down my numbers are down i had to go i went to reddit i asked a lot of people i said what's going on i th- I, I hypothesized maybe it was because the the record was shitty tom brady's on the team anymore it's there less was, interest it, there in the was league. a uh unless you're just down and we're not necessarily paid we for some reason really think I think we predicted three losses in six years of doing this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I've been predicting losses left and right. I mean, I didn't have any. I, I was just very depressed over the podcast numbers the last few weeks. I had a fucking, I, I went on Twitter, got recommendations of what people wanted to hear. And then everyone just listened. I was like, this sounds great. Sounds great. I was like, well, listen to the fucking podcast then. Or tell your friends anyway. So one guy was like, I don't like swearing. I was like, oh, well, obviously this isn't for you. Yeah, I can't help that. Yeah. <laughs> that was directed towards me, yeah. and I understand. I recommend you stop being such a faggot. No. Yeah, that's what I'd recommend, fella. Um, anyway, one guy was like, I think Tyler should do some of his stand-up materials. Is this is this his manager? Who is this? <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one's ever said that. Somebody really said, do his stand-up material. You think I'm just going to sit here and pepper Tyler with his, hey, so Tyler, I heard you went to the uh, pet store the other day. Oh, jeez. Uh, I, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I don't know, like, have you guys been to Trader Joe's recently? <laughs> yeah, so I was at Trader Joe's, and, uh, boy, have you seen the stuff that they've been putting out called Dirty Juan's Tortilla Chips? Or no, Trader Juan's Tortilla Chips. Yeah, they want to change the name. I love that. I love that on late night shows where they just lead the comedian into his bits. It's my, I hate it. It's, like, you know who does it a lot? Who I love. And they, Opie and Anthony were, like, famous for avoiding it forever. But then, then they they used to do it as bits with Brian Regan. Like, so, oh, yeah. which one? Uh, so I heard you used to be in a science fair when you were a kid. <laughs> you know, it was famous. Yeah, the yellow one's the sun. The yellow <laughs> one. Uh, that was cold. That was cold. 
have a great time with my thing. So anyway, two weeks ago, just the depression. I was like, this team's going nowhere. I was ready for them to lose to the Jets, and I was honestly excited because I had never seen the Patriots have, you know, in what? Once in the last 20 years have like a top 10 pick. Seymour and Gerard Mayo. I mean, what do they average a top 10 pick? Hightower, maybe. He wasn't a top 10 pick, no. Where was he selected? He was selected in the 20s. after Chandler Jones went higher than him. Oh, shit. Chandler Jones was like, they traded up for both of them. I think Chandler Jones was like 17, and then he jumped up again and got Hightower at like 23 or 4, something like that. But Gerard Mayo was, I think, 6, Six. and Seymour was higher than that. He like was 3, three or 4. Or 3 or 4, yeah. And um, that's the last time they've ever drafted in the top 10 that I could think of. And... You know, besides Drew Bledsoe and Terry Glenn, but that's like a long, long time ago. So I was honestly, when they were losing the Jets, I'm like, this is kind of exciting. Like, they're going to lose this game. And then the Jets literally just lost on purpose. I mean, there was nothing the Jets, people said that, like, uh, but what the Patriots did to the Jets in the second half was just, it was just grown man football. It was just hand the ball off. We're just going to muscle you up and down the field. And they just carried it into the Baltimore game. The I mean, the offensive line is like, it's the old school snot flying out of the face mask. Football. They are playing old school. I it's love it. Best. It's the 2018 version of the Patriots. Where you just run. And literally, Cam Newton looks so good because all he has to do is he's learning Patriots football, yeah. which is, uh, you know, take a, uh, take a drop. Play it, you know, short to long, whatever you can get, and it's always little dump offs. Just dump off to James White, dump off to Rex Burkett, and, throw and he throws a touchdown. Never the ball away. Yeah, that's it. And then just throw it if away. If he could somehow combine it with running the football himself, sometimes yeah. like it's a great offense that could work. It's fun. It's because I mean, Shaq Mason is an absolute machine. Like the whole offensive line a is elite monster. Like literally, there is three. Probably three linemen that could start on any team. I mean, to- yeah, the middle, the whole, Toon- yeah, the whole Tooney would start. Tooney and Mason would start on probably every team. And Owenwu on Wenu, the rookie is like a stud. Could probably start on most solid. teams. Yeah, Win could start on most teams. Win, yeah, Win is definitely like Win probably wouldn't be there. left tackle on a lot of teams, but he could start on most teams. Yeah, that's true. And you're talking, and, about, yeah, Andrews is like that. He's just like a patriot. Yeah, he's just perfect. So it's yeah. like you have you have a great offensive line. I guess Izzo blocks. Everyone talks about it like he's a great blocker. I, <laughs> I don't know. get to see it, but... <laughs> he doesn't matter. I, they literally just line up bodies that play... T- like, literally, if you s- said you were a tight end, they'd be like, all right, whatever, fine. You, that's what you'll play yeah. then. They don't have anybody. They signed some guy, some journeyman that was drafted by the Texans, I think, like last year, and people seemed to like him. Then he got he got cut. And then he went to Arizona, and he got cut from there, and now he's the Patriots' probably best tight end. <laughs> In the last three years. <laughs> he, was he was cut twice. He's a six-round draft pick, and he's probably the best tight end we have. I mean, and then everyone – this is another one I can't handle. We are Sony Michelle stands on this podcast. We are Sony <laughs> Michelle, but we should bring up that he has officially, in my mind, lost his starting gig. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. like saying, like uh, – it's like saying like, oh, the nickelback isn't as good as the starting cornerback. Yeah. They, it, they don't. They could be on the field at the same time. It no, it's not like that would be. I'm fine with that. I'd love to see Sony and Damian Harris in a wishbone formation. <laughs> see, that's about. That's probably that's the next. What our offense is anyway. But at this point, like so triple option. What would be wrong with in the fourth quarter or 
whatever, the second quarter, when Damian Harris, by, by the end of the last couple games, Damian Harris looks like he's like running Dead. straight up and down in the fourth quarter because he just runs so hard. Yeah. And so he takes a beating. Some of those carries could go to Sony, yeah. and we would be fine. It's not Sony like he runs burst. back. He's, he, he's last good. game he played, he had 110 yards. Yeah, like, I know. He's not embarrassing. People were just like, oh, he sucks. He sucks. The thing sucks. I think about, though, is there's this battle going on between Harris versus Sony. Sony's a bust. Sony's a bust. Harris should always play. Yeah, they're both, you know, they're both good. Sony's not a bust, but he's Harris bust. is better. But Rex Burkhead is probably the best running back that we have. Complete running back. Yeah, he's the best all around. Harris is by far our best runner. Running up the middle. I don't even know. Is he? Because I think that I feel like Rex Burkhead is just as good. I don't think Rex Burkhead could handle 15 carries. Like 15 Harris, carries up the middle, like Harris did like Yon, against like the Ravens. Harris is banging on people. Yeah, he is. And he fucking runs through them and he has these little quick jukes and yeah. shit. I don't know. I feel like. That was like a home run pick. And I don't know why the Patriots do these first year red shirts with these guys like well, like Harris yeah. clearly could have played last year. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I mean, obviously he's definitely he's definitely really good. But do you think I, that they get nervous? They're like, uh oh. Like if you know, they they took him, they were like, Okay, the value is too high to pass up Harris in the third round. Uh, so we select him, but if we play him this year, like literally we took Sony Michelle in the first round last year. If Harris comes in and is better than him, you feel like they're like, Ugh, it's kind of a wasted pick. So they kind of sit and make him sit for a year and learn. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just didn't learn the offense as quickly, but I don't really like. I feel like any running back can learn any offense quick. Okay. Yeah. Is, is it like Pop Warner where it's like, okay, 21 dive, 22 dive? Well, it's a lot of like reading reading like backside blocks on one day. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of weird shit to it, but I don't have any problem with having both. Like, why hasn't that like, all right, now we have oh, Sony know. and Damian Harris. Like, why can't that be a thing that's gotten brought up ever? Two studs. Yeah. Two like, good. One guy backs. who's, yeah, he could rush for a hundred yards a game. Another guy who could rush for 50 yards a game. And then Cam and who could both, run for 11. Cause he doesn't run anymore. And they're both, fr they could both be fresh the entire game. Yeah. Like, why is that such a big deal? I don't care if Sony gets less carries than yeah. they, if Harris is doing better. That's what the Patriots but offense has always so been is whoever has the hot hand is getting the ball fucking 20 times a game. That's how Deion Lewis basically took over as yeah. the running back. Like, who was he on the team? That, I don't even remember who was on that team. But there was a we'll starting... Was it Blunt? Yeah. yeah. It must have been Blunt. There was a starting running back that was good, and it must have been Blunt. And then De uh, was it Deion Lewis was just so fucking good. That was such, like... that. That run he had, he when he like, it's weird to see a guy in the NFL like Lamar did a couple times, like yeah. juke NFL players like a couple in a row where they don't touch you. Like that doesn't a couple in a row doesn't really. That's happen. a rare talent. Yeah. And Dion Lewis is pro and JJ. This guy they got JJ. Uh, what's his name? Fuck. What's his name? The running back JJ Taylor. Taylor. Oh yeah. He's got that type of yeah. He's thing. not bad. He's got that type of fucking weird uh, quick quick uh, quick juke move like Dion Lewis had, but um. I don't know. That was so exciting because, like, Patriots players never have someone like that. Like, uh, no. the guy on the Eagles, whatever, that was there forever. The He was the punt returner. No, well, him too, but I'm talking about. Sean Jackson. No, the punt, punt returner kick, uh, you know, he's like, he's always good, but he's just tiny running back. Oh, Sproles. Yeah, Darren Sproles. And he's just, like, always good, like, just quick, make you, embarrass you running. Like, I was always excited about play, like, having a player like that. I couldn't believe he was that good. And he was, I remember when they played Pittsburgh, game one, he's lined up, he's fucking five foot five, and he's lined up 
outside the numbers catching slants yeah. from Brady. I'm like, this is awesome. That's when you t- turn to another level. Like yeah. Devlin was doing that. He Devlin ran a great hitch route. That's all he did. A six yard hitch. He was open yeah. every time. Do you have speaking of Devlin? Do you have any? Any confidence in the fullback that they are currently employing? Jakob Janssen. Like, I don't he had mind him, but yeah. it's just weird going from a guy where, like, Devlin, where, like... Who's built and meant to be a fullback. Devlin never got... Never mind did he not... He never got stood up. Never yeah. mind blown back. Like... No. Johnson got blown back a couple times. Did he? Like, I never... Uh, I, can't, I, ne- I never watch a fullback. Like, Cam had that easy little pass to him, and he had a double catch. It was, like, a 12-yard... It was, yeah. like, a crucial play, and he double-caught it. Cause I understand it was a hurricane, but like yeah, like the last two minutes. I was looking, I was like, oh god, he's gonna, and he fucking caught it though. So I give him that, and he ran for twelve. That was a nice play. That was a, definitely a big time. Like yeah. they needed that. I mean, he he's been playing all right. He's fine. He makes he's good enough. Like, the offensive line is just. I mean, they're just so good. Yeah, no. I mean, the Ravens are a good defense. They were missing uh, Calais Campbell, but I mean, still. Yeah, they still are bullying him. I mean, the Pats are missing nineteen guys on defense. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I, that's the thing, and that's the whole thing about the, about the Jets too. Best, maybe the best, the best draft pick they've had since Gronkowski I that mean, I can think of. He just. I'm like, already so jazzed about Kyle Duggar. Yeah, because he's the. Anytime he makes a mistake, it's like, all right, he is a rookie and he's in he an impossible position, but then he makes like some crazy plays. Where Dude, he's like, playing on the fucking edge last game, and then he's making plays inside. You know, he's like he's covering the tight end, and then like fucking crashing on uh, blitzes against Lamar Jackson, not letting him get outside. He made a great tackle to uh, keep somebody in bounds at the end of the game. That was, that was from awesome. out of nowhere. He was like third. He was out of the picture. And then whoever caught the ball, one of the running backs from the Ravens caught it, and Duggar was on him in like two seconds. He's just he's big, like he yeah. is just he's a big. Safety. He is going to be an All Pro safety. Yeah, he's gonna he's like that guy that because he, he's probably gonna put on more muscle, so he's gonna be like a. He's gonna be a Patrick Chung. I'm trying to think. Like, like I, I don't want to like convince. I don't even know who I could con- like say he's like. Maybe but like, he's like Eddie Jackson. He's like almost he's like a. Box. He's almost like a. Cam Chancellor, uh, Earl Thomas hybrid. You know, yeah. he can cover and beat the, like, smash you because he's so fast and big. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he is big, though. Yeah, he's yeah, big. He's, he's big. He's bigger than, like, most safeties are, but he's fast. Like, uh, like a, he's like a, he's like, again, he's like a mix between Chung. Maybe he's not like Earl Thomas, he's like Cam ch- Chancellor, because they were both super elite, but, like, he's, like, in the mold of, like, a Chung and McCordy mix. Yeah, he's, he's both. He's weird, but he's like bigger than both of them too. Yeah. So he could like legitimately play. He's kind like of linebacker. Like Troy, if Troy Paul Malu, but like Troy would play a shit ton. Where he'd be like sell out. He'd be at the line of scrimmage, shit. and all of a sudden, like the ball would snap. He's 30, 30 like yards behind the line. I was never like, enamored by Troy Paul Malu, maybe because Tom Brady legitimately embarrassed him every single time they played. Yeah, I don't think that there was ever a game where I was like, oh, Troy Paul Malu is ruining this game for the Patriots. No. I know, like, he got in the Hall of Fame, and I was like, why? Like, I was like, Ed Reed, like, played, like, a head game with Brady, where, like, Brady would sometimes throw interceptions to him and, like, make mistakes, and Ed Reed would capitalize and make big plays. I don't remember Troy Polamalu ever making a big play against the Patriots, not in his whole career. Yeah, I really, you know what? That is real <laughs> not in his whole, I remember there was, like, s- several times where he, like, looked Troy Polamalu off and threw deep bombs against the fucking Steelers. Like, several, several yeah. times. And uh, I don't remember him ever doing that to the Ravens. But I digress. 
I, he's a Hall of Famer because he did crazy shit and like jumped over the line and everybody liked him because his crazy hair. I mean, he had a million tackles. Yeah, I mean, he was a good player, but like he never impressed me playing the Patriots. So I mean, like his entire career, you know, was the Patriots dynasty. So it was like he came in, Patriots just dominated from start to finish. He was he won what one? He probably won the Super Bowl with uh with Ben the second one, the yeah. second one, and that was it. And then he never Wait. did anything again. Brady just demolished him for the rest yeah. of his life. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl and lost, right? Or did they win? No, they lost no, the they Packers. Won twice. They lost the Packers. No, Roethlisberger won twice, but I don't know. Did Paul Mollie win twice? Didn't, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, so that Jets game really, I was like halfway in, halfway out. I was, I'm like, kind of was like, fuck, man, this team really does suck. And, you know, I'm just looking at them. The defense is getting embarrassed by fucking Flacco. This is the worst offense in the league, like in league history. And they're just going up and down the field with rookie wide receivers and and retread wide receivers that you've never heard of. They're just walking all over us. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Cam was score, you know, scored, but the defense couldn't stop. I'm like, what is going on? And I understood Gilmore was out and fucking Bentley was out and all these guys are out. So they had no run defense. Lawrence Guy was out. It's impossible. You fucking got like, they literally had like four practice squatters playing in that game. And um, JC Jackson was getting beat. It was fucking a bad game all around. And then they just did enough to win. I mean, you know what's what's really helped is the the emergence of Jacoby Myers, who apparently is an all pro now. I mean, he, the way he runs routes is just like, he was leaving instinctually good. Like, it's just like he gives you just like that little like, Coming out of the break, Twitch. he gives you like a little wait still gives you an extra step, waits till your hips are turned and then runs. It's like he's reading defenders but as he's running routes. Like, he was uh nice to see. Leaving Marcus Peters and his fucking like on roller skates the whole game. Oh, he's he spun beat, around a couple times. First of all, I hate Marcus Peters. I, I can't even like look him at him. Either. I don't know I hate why his he fucking really guts. bugs me. You know, cause he he's a he's just a fucking emotion he's just a punk. He does nothing about him. Like he doesn't seem like a good teammate, a good person at all. He's been th- you know what? He's been traded, but he's been thrown off two teams. There's, yeah. He's got enough value that you could trade him for and, high picks, but he's literally been thrown off two teams. And he, Ramsey feels like as much as Ramsey did that thing after the Jaguars had one good year when he went, yeah. like, just talks so which I thought was hilarious, just went down every quarterback in the league and called him trash. Yeah. Which I, I actually love that. But Ramsey seems like a guy who, like, his teammates probably love him. Like, yeah. if you were, like, rooting for the, like, Rams, like, you'd be like, oh, Ramsey's fucking awesome. It's like, like a Mar- it's like a Marshan thing. Like a yeah. Brad Marshan. Like, he's a, he's a punk. He's your punk. But, like, yeah, exactly. Like, you Peter like him. Like, Peter's like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's fucking real good, but he's... I don't even whatever. think he's good. Like, I've never... Like, when did the Patriots... Uh, again, another Paul Amalo type thing. Like, every single time they play, like, uh, a Marcus Peters team, I feel like they just pick on him. Like, they played him in yeah. the Super Bowl and embarrassed him when he was on the Rams. They played him... The, uh, against the fucking Ravens and threw the ball like six times and they were all at Jacoby Myers who was being covered by Marcus Peters and Peters is fucking committing penalties out of bounds because he's fucking frustrated. Yeah, he's a head a case. Weird play. He's just a head case. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like I would never want that guy in my team. No, he doesn't. He got he... thrown out of Washington too. By the way, so that's three teams he's been thrown off. What of. do you mean Washington? The University of Washington. He was thrown off the oh, team. He was thrown off the team. He was thrown off the team. Yeah, he was not. He didn't play his senior year or he played. Only a few games. Got thrown off the team and still got drafted in the first round <laughs> by the Chiefs. And the Chiefs lasted like like maybe like a, a, maybe a year and a half with him. And yeah. he was an all pro, I think. Had the led yeah, the league led in the league interceptions. In rookie year. Yeah, led the league in picks and then they traded him anyway. Like because he's fucking I'm telling you, he's crazy. He's something wrong with him. Speaking about leading the league in picks. Hoo-wee. We have been 
beating the bar, slamming our fists for J.C. Jackson for Ooh, years on this pod. We, we invented the Just Cover Jackson movement. Here. I love him. I feel like every, every, uh, every play he makes is like, I'm like a proud father. I really, it's like, I get so excited. I thought, because for the year, I was telling everyone I knew, yeah. JC Jackson is like a top five corner in the league. And everyone, a couple people were like, who are you even talking yeah. about? He like, was a, he struggled against the Jets, but he locked down. He struggled, but he also had a pick. The so, like, yeah, yeah, he made a couple mistakes. He had that one slip, like, on the line scrimmage. Yeah, all right. It looks bad, obviously. Yeah. And he, yeah, he let up some, but he's, I mean, Getting that pick. Back. He's not a speed guy, so he might get beat. He's 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 like the ultimate the ultimate number two corner. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like exactly like what they did with Revis and Browner is what they're doing right now. Where Gilmore is like the lockdown island cover guy who covers the number one receiver. You know, no, and then just J- 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 Jackson's just a bully that's just gonna beat the shit out of you all game. He's it, bigger than everybody. Yeah, and it actually works out because I mean. Who do they have coming up? They have Hugh, like Houston. He'll cover Will Fuller perfectly. Yeah, he'll just bully him or fucking Randall Cobb, whoever. Like, like, he'll just knock somebody down. Like Cooks is like, yeah, you wouldn't want him on Cooks. I don't even, I don't even know who you put on. J- John Jones could cover Cooks. McCordy maybe. Yeah. McCordy, uh, Jason McCordy is like, he's so up and down to me. Like he's right. still the starting cornerback, and I think it's just because of his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like if you please let him play. You know, he's good. He's but like, fine, but then all of a sudden he'll make like bad plays. They also like if Devin McCourty, he's he five six drop picks. Yeah, like not even like oh wow he could have like tipped that up and, like no just drops straight like, up drops. real bad drops. He's having a great year again too. Devin's having a real good. He's year. not even close to finished, and I'm worried he's going to be one of those early retirees. Like he's just done. Well, he said it this year. The reason why he came back was because he knows he doesn't have too much longer. Yeah. So he said he had to play. No, but he's playing like better than he ever did. Like the last three years, he's been better than like the previous five. His I mean? brother come come and helped a ton. Yeah, I think it kept him kept his motor running basically. Yeah, because they like all of a sudden he has like a resurgence where he looks good. Yeah. I mean, thank God they have him. He was calling the defense. And he should be calling the defense. Yeah. <laughs> They've got fucking literally practice squatters at, at linebacker. Can we talk about goddamn Winovich? He's a stud. He is not a stud. He's a stud. He is what the are you most, talking about? Like, Did he, you not let, his last game was he was all over, never stopped moving. He was all over. All right. But if, like, have you heard one word about Jonathan, uh, about Simon? No, Simon. Simon he's a lunch a pail player. He's a lunch pail man. He was. A, you know, I don't want to hear any words he about was John a Simon. Machine last week. Of course Just he was dominant against a run, playing all over the place. Like looked awesome. I don't think Winovich you understand. Makes, like one sack, and then the next play, he rushes upfield. Lamar runs right underneath. Twelve yard game ball. It's like you're fine, Winovich. But like, why does everyone love this guy? So I love him. It's his hair. I think it's no. It's not his hair. I'm telling you, it's his motor never stops. He's very he's much like a. He's like. He's. He's like, like a JJ Watt fucking Rob Gronkowski like big personality fucking never stops moving. Yeah, like a Clay Matthews, yeah. AJ Hawk, just really like a white NFL. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He, he reminds me a lot of Wes Welker, and I can't pin on what I it is. I'm just thinking. He's like a uh, yeah. Listen, John Simon, I'm telling you, is you just you he is you take him and you just. You put him in the back of your head. He's there always. You but just have to had, worry about 10 other players. John Simon's always going to be there, and he's always going to set the edge and be a team first player. He he's a, a perfect Patriot. Last week. Great I hope game. he's on the team forever. 
I he was he's just perfect. He's solid. He just takes on blocks. He, st- he, he sets the plays. edge. Yeah, my favorite thing in NFL. And I don't care if you never just... have a sack. If you set the edge, you're my favorite player. I mean, I get, I like that Winovich's playing. I like when they put him off the ball. I thought that yeah. was a good move. Him and put Simon him were off the ball, setting edges, yeah. cr- running into rush lanes, creating havoc. They had something like 11 disruptions like last week, or 12 disruptions, which is like fucking quarterback hurries, QB hits, all that stuff. Like Luche looked okay. He Luche, made a player, I mean, too. I mean, again, him and Anthony Jennings are in, like, no-win scenarios. Yeah. They're rookies playing without a middle linebacker, uh, you know, with anybody that knows what they're doing. You know, he's learning on the fucking go. I do, uh, I mean, that, that D-tackle, they got, like, where do these guys come from? All of a sudden, it's like, oh, there's a 320-pounder on our team it's now. Like, this it's, is great. It's, it, <laughs> like, it's, why didn't we just do this before? This is so good is, like, the uh, the NFL's, like, so big, and they have such big practice squads now. They're, like, so many veterans that have been good but kind of, like, busted out a little bit were, uh, like, put on practice squads instead. So this guy, Carl Davis, was, like, a second-round pick or something from Baltimore. And uh, I think the Patriots took maybe Malcolm Brown or something, so they didn't need him. But he's from Iowa, and he's like a Patriot guy. So, like, a giant Iowa nose tackle. Like, they always take shots on Iowa guys. You know, they did it with Adrian Claiborne a few years back. They always just take Iowa guys, Ferentz, all these guys, because Kirk Ferentz is, like, Belichick's boy. Yeah. So, like, they took his son, even though he stinks. And then they have, um, you know, and then just put Iowa guys on the team. They love him. So, like, this guy was, like, they thought maybe they'd pick him, but they had Malcolm Brown instead. So, he, this guy goes, doesn't do shit in Baltimore. And then he went somewhere else and got cut. And then now he's just on a practice squad in, like, Jacksonville or something. Patriots signed him, needed a D-tackle, and he's the best player on the D-line last week. I mean, it's going to help Lawrence Guy. I must be like, thank Christ. No shit. Someone else, I'm not getting triple teamed now. No kidding. Like Lawrence Lar- Guy is, ugh, he's getting killed. He's got three injuries. He's got, like, knee, shoulder, and elbow on the on the pra- on the the uh, injury report. And he played last week. He, he looked fine. Like, he's fine. Just he just needs help. Yeah, don't practice. Hang out. We'll yeah. just, just make it a, like another week. That's all they need. They really, I mean, they could... That fucking, I'll tell you, that Kyler Murray Hail Mary saved the season. Because if, if Buffalo won that week, we were in, and uh, we were pretty much done. So the only way they can make the playoffs is if they win the division? Is that what you think? No. Uh, no. If they, they can, the way that their schedule is set up, they have like two tough games left. Well, I mean, they have Houston, three tough, but two of them are no, away. So they wait, got. No, that's not fair. Because, like, this is going to be a tough game. At Houston? Yes. Yeah, but it's winnable. It's winnable, but it's... What do they have? One win, Houston? Tough. It's that tough because every, every game's going to be tough Because they're bad, the yeah. Because so like they're not good enough, but they they're good. They can't really win. The, I'm, talking, I'm counting tough as, like, tough for, like, a playoff team. You know what I mean? If you're worth being in the playoffs, the tough game is Arizona at home and, at, and Miami on the road. You should be able to beat Buffalo at home. You should be able to beat the Jets at home. You should be able to beat Houston on the road. And then who else? What That's week? it, right? What do they have? What week is this? I don't know. They're four and five, so there's <laughs> nine. Four and five. They could legitimately... They have seven games left. Three division games. Which Buffalo at home, Jets at home, you should win both of those. Which is huge to, be, to have that Buffalo game. Because they're really... What? Because Buffalo is seven and two? If the Patriots go five and one in the division again... Yeah. That would be the best. They could do it. Why not? They could fucking... They could legitimately run the table. If they if they win 
All they have, I'm telling you, Arizona and Miami on the road. Uh, Arizona and home, Miami on the oh, road. No, no, no. Oh, the two the, tough the, games. The Chargers left. and the Rams. Oh fuck, I forgot about those games. Those games. Okay, are gonna they're be gonna real lose. Tough. They're gonna lose one of those games. So if, they're, but if you lose, you lose one more game. You're ten and six, and Buffalo loses to you. So wh- I don't know what Buffalo is. Are they seven and two? Or they, Buffalo is seven and three now. Seven and they three. They just lost. So then they if they'd have to lose basically. Two more games, include and two more games, and then the Patriots have to beat them. So they have to lose two more games, but they have the Steelers. Well, no, they tie them. Chiefs. They both have five losses. So if they lose one more and then they lose to the Patriots, they have the same. Yeah, but the Patriots have to run the. I'm thinking the Patriots can go ten and six. You think they can win the division at ten and six? Yeah, they could. If Buffalo loses, like they got to play Miami, they got to play the Chiefs, they got to play the Steelers. Um, they could easily lose three games. Patriots could win the division. They have an easy enough setup schedule. Six, that Baltimore Ravens game changed everything. 10-6, you could grab a wild card. Yeah, you could. Because Especially because I think they're expanding the playoffs, too. There's seven teams in the At playoffs. least seven, but they were talking about making an eighth, too. I don't know why, but they were thinking about it. And Mid-season they hold... eighth team? What? They're going to add a team middle they of the season? They just decided. Yeah, I think they're, just, they're like, maybe we'll add an eighth team because of COVID. I don't know why that matters, but... Then they'll just give like another team a bye. But anyway, they beat the fucking, they beat the Raiders already. The Raiders are going to be a wild card. That was uh, a big win. They beat the Dolphins already. They'll probably, they could be a wild card Who team. Else is in the West, the Chiefs, the Broncos. They lost the Broncos. The Broncos won't make Broncos it. Broncos won't make it. Chargers won't make it. You got the Colts. Um, oh, then you have the Browns, Baltimore, and, and we beat Baltimore, and they'll be high up because they're not going to. Steelers are going to win the division. Um, I don't know. We'd have to. I mean, it's doable. It's yeah, fucking Pittsburgh's doable. Pittsburgh's gonna win, and then you have to beat the Browns. We probably have to win our division, I would think, because Baltimore and the Steelers are gonna have good records. And then the Titans and the Colts are good. And the Titans and the Colts will have good ones. So there's gonna be three but wild cards. Three so wild it could cards. be the Patriots. Yeah. You know, Baltimore and the Titans. Browns. The three Browns right are pretty there. good. Yeah. But then they could beat the Browns and Raiders easily. I mean, that's yeah. right. In the Dolphins, they could beat all three of those. So. Yeah, I mean it's doable. I'd love to win the division again. Just you come from behind. I mean, you like I said, I think the I think the the Bills. Let me Google the Bills' uh, remaining schedule because I'm pretty sure they. I know they have the Steelers. I think they have the Chiefs too. They definitely have the Patriots. They just have a, such a slim chance of winning. Okay, every the Patriots game. have the. I mean, the Bills have the Chargers, the 49ers, Steelers, Broncos, Dolphins. Patriots. So I thought they had the Chiefs. Maybe they already played the Chiefs. They already played the Chiefs and lost. Okay, so um, yeah. I mean, so they they already played the Jets twice. So that's good. So they have Miami at home. Mm, that sucks. Miami at home. Patriots on the road, which we should win that game. Bills at Broncos. They could lose. Steelers at Bills. They'll probably lose that. Bills at Forty ers Chargers at Bills. So they got six games left. They got to lose three of them, including the Patriots. So, meh. It's, it's close. I mean, they lose. They could lose. I could see two losses there. Easy. Patriots and Steelers. They got to lose one out of four. It's doable. Yeah. I don't It's just the only thing with the Patriots is like. What are you going to get out of them? No, it's not even that. I If you make the playoffs, like, you could just play good defense and run the ball yeah. and be the Titans. That could beat any team. Yeah, so they it's just like, beat the the Ravens. You know yeah, what I mean? They could beat 
they all that's all you have to do is run the ball and like control the clock. Yeah, maybe get lucky. Maybe someone else knocks off the Chiefs or something. Yeah. Like something weird happens. Like you could be all right. I'm under no uh I'm under no fucking, you know, idea that this team could ever make a run at the Super Bowl and like beat the Saints or the Steelers or the Chiefs or anything like that. No, or the, the Steelers Bucks are probably this point. Yeah, there's a lot of problems but, out there. Like the Patriots could easily steal one from a fucking good team in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. If their defense shows up, especially if they're hot going in, like they're pretty hot right now. I mean, that Ravens game is going to get them going. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if they ran it up on the fucking Texans. The it, offense seems to be clicking right now. Gilmore has to be looking for a contract, right? Well, he's got one more year left. He's got one year left. Yeah, after this. So you have to expect him to come in and like want to play. Yeah. Like, be hungry. Because right now, it seems like he definitely didn't really want to play that much when they started losing. Like no, he, I would doubt he... He was, didn't really... He doesn't really like getting in the run game. Yeah. Like, that's not what he's about. Like He wants to cover and dominate at it. Yeah. He's and good everyone's at... everyone's trashing him like he's having a bad year. It's like, he, no, he's not having a bad year. He's yeah. having a non-defensive player of the year. Yeah, yeah he's sure. Play, he's still the best cornerback in the league, He's probably. still really good at cornerback. Like, he, yeah, all right. He's a guy, top two or three corner in the whole league. You know, on his best on his best weeks, he's the best. On his you know, on his off weeks, he's probably the third best. Yeah, in his off weeks, it's like, yeah, this guy had eighty yards on him. It's like, oh, what a bum. Yeah, on z- in zone coverage, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's the other thing too. It's like anytime, all right, you're near him, and the guy caught the ball, so it's on you. But it's yeah. like, was that even your you're supposed? To, no, because they have no linebackers, so they're playing zone a shitload. So, um, and then they have, um, you know, if they can get these linebackers going. They didn't get a little bit anything out of tight end. Duggar keeps moving. I mean, they really could, I mean, fucking run it. Phillips, what a steal. What would you do if you had Chung, Phillips, and Duggar? Like, I don't know. And you would imagine they have that Brooks, too. And Brooks, they're like all the same player. Brooks is, I, I haven't really even seen him this year. He plays. He steps in every once in you, a while. You're a big Brooks guy. I'm a Brooks guy. I mean, <laughs> I don't care a soft Brooks. spot for a Brooks. Anybody that plays special teams and plays defense, I love it. I'll tell you who can take a hike is Jonathan Jones. You're not a fan of him? I just, I want him, but I just. How about Joe Juan Williams just never plays? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. They, I think they literally drafted him to, like, cover certain players, and then the linebackers are just so bad that he they can't, they don't have the luxury of, like, picking and choosing when to put him in against just tight ends. Like third and eight? Yeah. Like, I don't think we've had a third and eight all year. Yeah, he's like <laughs> the guy that has to come in. On a tight end to like lock him down, or a big wide receiver lock it down on like a yeah long, long third and eleven or something like that, or just full game when like your linebackers are covered, you're playing man only, and he can just man up somebody all game. And they don't have the luxury of doing that. I think he's just like now just, and that's not. I don't think that's his fault. I think he plays fine when he's in, but I just don't think they have room for him right now. How quickly does this defense change? What was it? Was it the beginning? No, it must have been two years ago when we thought Hightower just stopped, stopped having the ability to just run. couldn't run Remember anymore. Remember how slow yeah. the defense? We were like, what is going on? He literally looked like he had concrete shoes. The defense is like the slowest thing of all time. So like, I think that was t- two years, the year they won the Super Bowl. And like, It oh. was two years. And then finally, he like he took some time off and then came back. He was healthy, and yeah. then they made a run. Someone his knees, which I wouldn't put that against him either. Like Maybe if he comes back next year, he's fast again. Well, I'm not saying that, but... He just has they a lot was, of injuries. The defense was slow. Yeah. Like two years ago, we were like, oh, it's slow, it's slow, it's slow. And then it comes Now together. it's like, I don't think Deshaun running the ball is really should be a problem against this defense. No, I like, think they're they have, so fast. They have good defensive speed, 
that just can't cover well. And they have, like, their defensive line has... And the linebackers have no idea what they're doing most of the time. So it's like finding... Trying to find, you know... Lamar Jackson passed up so many, like, runs that he could have made um, to, like, throw the ball in the rain, which was weird. I don't know if that was part of their game plan. But, but maybe, like, like, if you're looking at it from his point, it's like, yeah, he had runs. He had, Maybe the lanes weren't as open as they felt like. on Because yeah. a lot of times it feels like that, but then you have, like, three guys standing seven yards down the line. It's like... they A lot of times they were rushing, like, two guys, three yeah. guys, and they're just sitting back and waiting. And he couldn't find anybody open. I mean, they played good defense. It was a great game plan. Belichick fucking... I I love when he comes up with shit like that, and then I get aggravated because I'm like, that's so good. Like he needs to be able it's to use that in the so playoffs. Simple. Yeah, but I was like, that's so good. But I'm like, why can't he use that in the playoffs? And I'm like, oh shit, we have to fucking win every game probably even to get to the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do against Deshaun because you can't really. They're not even close to the same quarterback. No, but he he's a better Lamar and Deshaun. He's a he can do everything Lamar can do except for he's a little bit slower, but he can and he can throw a lot better. Yeah. They showed us that another set. Like, I don't know how Lamar won that MVP. Kyle Lamar well, has more rushing year. rushing touchdowns this year than Lamar had last year and this year combined. Is that true? Really? Yeah. I, Kyler like, Murray is fucking awesome. He's the real deal. Yeah, like, he, he's, he's better guy, than Lamar like, Jackson. Oh no! Oh, he's way better. Yeah. Yeah, he's better than Lamar Jackson because he so can throw the ball. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Because, like, you can't, you're not going to be able to rush two against a Sean. He's going to launch it 40 yards downfield. Yeah. Like, Lamar could throw, but he's just not as accurate. And plus, his wide receivers aren't as good. Yeah, Kyler Murray true. has stacked wide receivers. Yeah, Kyler Murray has great wide receivers. And Houston has good wide receivers. Yeah. Cooks and Fuller. And I don't know, some with Cooks that it's just like, no, everybody's just like, that. Ah, fuck him. Like, they get him for like a year. When he was on New Orleans, I was like, this guy's elite. Yeah. He's so fucking good. And then he came to the Patriots and he was good enough. And then, like, he just hasn't done anything, like, impressive. Yeah, the Rams is just, that was such a bad fit. Boy, they overpaid for him. That was just didn't make any the, sense. The Rams fucked up literally a decade worth of Rams football by doing that. Uh, they 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 paid, like, five players everything they had. And they have no first-round picks until, like, 2029. 20, yeah. Because Jalen Ramsey The country's not everything. even going to exist at that point. Yeah. Why? No. <laughs> I guess I'd be surprised if the Rams could even exist in L.A. by then. Like the, they yeah. already don't have fans. I mean, they played in the Super Bowl, whatever, two years ago, and there was 11 Rams fans there. The homeless are just going to yeah. take over the stadium. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers will outdraw the Rams. The Chargers are kind of a fun team. And they have awesome uniforms. Yeah. You know, they have a good rookie quarterback, good wide receivers, good uh, defensive ends. They're better than the Rams, I think. The only thing the Rams have on them is uh, that they have a better coach. And I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, I don't even... Because everyone was blowing Sean McVay for, you know, knowing the defense because he was coaching against them that year and he remembered, like, a high school play once. That's... They just loved that he had gelled hair and was, like, 25 oh, years old. I, it just bugs me that, oh, you can remember something from four years ago. It's like, every coach in the NFL can do that. That's they're why they're all, all in geniuses. the NFL. Bill Belichick's reciting the Navy schedule in 1941. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> they just all take it for granted. But this new guy with gelled hair and biceps is telling you... Hey, look, I'm playing fucking Calais Campbell this week. Yeah, good. Congratulations. Every quarterback can do it. Every, like, you ever watch, like, you listen to some podcasts with, with NBA players on it? Like, they'll tell you sequences from college games, like, 10 years ago. And remember, play after play, like, that's, 
These guys are just different. They, that's why that's they're why, where they are. Yeah, that's why they're pros. They have. <laughs> yeah. They're not they, only elite athletes. Their brains work on a different they level. They can remember. They just remember like weird stuff, and they can pull it up exactly when they yeah. need to. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I mean, I've, what were we even talking about? We're talking about how the Pats Lamar are going to struggle this week with Deshaun. I know. Yeah, they'll, they'll struggle, but I think that they can do anything they want. I mean, again, it's fucking a team in disarray. And don't don't even discount the fucking Jack Easterby storyline either. Fucking Jack Easterby, Patriots. Uh, he was the Patriots, um, whatever he was called, the morality chief. He's basically a fucking uh, a fake pastor. You know what I mean? Like a, just a gods a godly man. That like what leads the fuck are you talking? Do you know Judd? Okay, so maybe you don't. No. Maybe you don't go. Maybe you don't dive deep into the NFL what underworld. Are you talking about? Okay, so I said don't don't the Jack Easterby storyline. He was a Patriots morality guy, which he was basically you know he's the guy that like leads team prayers and fucking you know helps people like exist and like if they have issues they talk like he's a, like a guidance counselor like a sideline coach like yeah he's like a gu- like yeah he's a guidance counselor for the team that makes you happy and leads you in prayer so he then, like what he's booking hotels and no he didn't even do that he fucking helped like just the players if the players were sad probably he would be like okay let's read psalms 11 23 like, he wasn't like a yo man like he had he didn't coach the linebackers my, he I didn't get, do anything like that yeah but i figured he'd be like one of those like hey like you know, you put my wife in section you no, know, 184 think... and then put my girl in like 312. <laughs> like, it wasn't that guy? No. He, he wasn't is, like a ticket guy. I'm telling you, he's the guy that leads. He was just all pure. Just He leads the, the prayer circles. He makes people happy. He probably says quotes that like. So what's wrong with this? Nothing. Nothing wrong with that. But what he said, his ego got a little too big for himself. And he thinks that maybe he can run an NFL team. So he took. Mind you, he was on the Patriots staff when Aaron Hernandez murdered several people, stayed through it. Uh, Wait, where did he come from? Like, has he know. always been with Belichick? Or? He, no, Belichick hired him out of some college, I think. You know, hired they, a... They hired... Fucking they hire everybody. Yeah, he hired him out of a college, whatever. So this guy gets a little too big for his britches, thinks, I know enough. I'm going to start fucking learning... Uh, I'm going to start teaching fucking... I want to learn how to run a football team. And Bill's like, what are you talking about, idiot? You, like, fucking... You lead, you tell the Our Father, and that's it. Nobody wants to listen to you about, like, your personnel decisions. So uh, he uses the craft thing as as a way to get out. The, the craft, like, jerking off thing. And mind you, like I said, he was there when Hernandez was murdering people. While they were trading for Josh Gordon. You know, all this shit. Uh, he was there for all these guys. And uh, he leaves, goes to Houston because he knows Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien puts him in the front office, gives him a shot. This guy... As what? I don't know. He's like a player personnel guy. Nothing. He's like a fucking... He's got no player personnel experience whatsoever. So this guy just feels like... So he's there, and he cozies up to like the fucking owner there. Tries to... He gets uh, invited back for the Patriots ring ceremony because he's on the team. He's the Super Bowl champion year. He's on the... He was the 2008. He was still uh, the morality guy. And uh, so he comes back at the fucking ring ceremony. He tries to steal Nick Casario to be the GM of the Texans. What? So this is a this whole thing comes out that he's fucking Casario's thinking about leaving, and fucking Easterby is is planting all these stories in NFL media that Casario's gonna leave and all this shit. Blah blah blah. He's gonna come be the GM of the Houston Texans. Um, none of that was true. So. Whatever, fucking the Patriots file a lawsuit against the Texans for tampering. 
Ooh. The Texans lose, have to drop like Pursuit of Casario 100%. Easterby fucks up. And then, you know, Easterby keeps getting closer and closer to the owner. And he fucking ends up helping get Bill O'Brien fired, the guy that hired him. Gets him fired. And then he, yeah, that nerd. Ugh. Bald head. And then Look he fucking. At this creep. This last week, he fucking got, he fired like everyone, the GM. He Executive got Vice Bill President O'Brien. of Football yeah. Operations? He fu- had Bill O'Brien fired. The GM over there fired. And then this past week, he fired a female um, press relations lady who, like, the whole team and the whole NFL loved. Like, said that she was the best and at her job. And just kicked her out? He fired her and said that she didn't, uh, she had no, she didn't have the same, um, like, I forget. She didn't, she didn't have the character of the, the team or something. And, like... Uh, she wasn't like part of the team's like, you know, fabric. Didn't have the same thing in mind or whatever. So everybody was all over him. Like Easterby's a piece of shit. Everybody hates Easterby, and Belichick fucking hates him. I'm telling you, he hates him. And I would not put it above him just running the score up on the Texans because of it. I mean, the, the, the saga guy, of Jack Easterby. He's literally on. Fa- is, he's literally fake it till you make it. This is HoustonTexans.com. Yeah. This is his bio. At one point in his bio. Easterby and his family started the Greatest Champions Foundation, for Christian Athletic Partners, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he just... It's like if you're like, all right, you're going to be a player personnel guy. Yeah. Create a Wikipedia. All he has is, over his impactful career, he has served as a team-slash-athlete development consultant. Consultant. For multiple NBA teams, United States national teams. That's... The most vague thing of yeah. all time. United States national teams of what? Nothingness. That could be any sport ever. Yeah. <laughs> it could be 12-year-old soccer, U.S. national team. Like, that means nothing. PGA tour players, major league baseball players. It's this just, is just made up. Like, you could... That literally sounds like my college resume. I just yeah. put anything I ever heard on there. Like, I, I think Helping I put National Honor Society on there, even though I know relations. that I wasn't in that. People people were like, I'm in the National Honor Society. I was like, cool, me too. And I just put it on my college resume. You think anybody's looking that up? No. Go to the National the National Honor Society fucking .com. I don't even know where you go to it. I, I was as much National Honor Society as anybody else, and nobody even knows about it. This is exactly him. He's a piece of shit that sucks, and... I he assisted can't. in both academic and spiritual accountability initiatives I think that's what on they the South the... Carolina campus. Uh, what does that even mean? Nothing. It's a made-up... He literally made up a whole resume. He's faked it till he literally got... He's literally second in command of the Houston Texans, a year removed from fucking saying our father at center field for the, for the uh, Patriots in, like, Super Bowls. Listen to this. This is... I mean, this couldn't be more of a... This is in his... Uh, he must have wrote, written his own bio. He probably did write it. Because listen to this one. In Easterby's first year with the Houston Texans, the Texans put together a 10-6 and regular season and captured the AFC South title All do. on the back of a 4-2 and division record with a signature win against Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, the New England Patriots, blah, blah, blah. He just wrote that like he was the starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Easterby's guidance. I never even heard of this guy. He's a nobody. You shouldn't know who he is. But when he left, people made a big deal of it. Like he was the fucking reason players loved playing here. Houston went on to defeat the Buffalo Bills in a wild card round and earn its fourth appearance in the AFC Houston. divisional round in franchise history. As a result of the team's success, Easterby was named executive vice president of football operations. After being there for one year. But that doesn't even, like, what does that have to do with him? 
Nothing. He was no, literally, he, I'm telling you, he usurped power there. It was a fucking, it was a coup. He was sent in there and he was a fucking, he was like a Trojan horse, basically. He was he Trojan horsed himself to the top. If he would do by any means necessary, a godly man like him took a, like, got hired by his friend and then ruined his friend's lives. He just went in there, fired all of them. Somehow, like, we- weaseled himself to the like the side of the owner was like we got to fire the coach also the GM that hired me. He was the one who traded Hopkins to Ooh. Arizona. That's a fact. Remember they traded Hopkins and everyone's like what the well, fuck? Well they said are that's you? Bill O'Brien for David Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and then Bill Johnson gets fired and this guy's like in charge of everything. This yeah. guy was pulling the strings before that. Yeah, and all the fucking negative shit that was coming out about the Patriots, he was leaking all the information. What the fuck is this? He's leaking all the information about the Patriots, the Casario thing he was leaking. The guy, I'm telling you, he's a snake, and uh, he's a phony god man. Yeah, this guy's creepy. He's about one step above fucking Father John Gagan as a god figure. He's, yeah, it's just weird. But I'm telling you, now he's running the Texans. with Like, this guy, he's got no first-round picks, no elite wide receivers. Deshaun Jox, John, uh, Jackson, I mean, Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, Already don't like him. They were they were like literally in the media saying like why would they fire this lady? She was the best at her job, and uh, that makes no sense. Yeah, this guy is he's ruining the team. And it's gonna be the best. I can't wait to watch it. He already did. I, I hate mean, him. Their team is awful. Good, and that's why I think the Patriots should beat the shit out of him. Like Romeo Cornell is in an unwinnable situation. Like he doesn't want to be the head coach of the Texans. He's a male trophy wife, is what he is. Like he got close to an old owner. Yeah. And all he did was fucking. No, you know that like they're Houston, and these guys are old Houston guys, and they're definitely super Christian. So he was all. He's probably fucking eating that up. Yeah, they're old oil money. Yeah, reading the fucking gospel. This guy to might him. be in the CIA. I don't know what he is. He really bugs me though. He's a creep. I hate his fucking worm head. Looks like a light bulb. Yeah, he does. He looks like Bezos. He looks like all yeah. those creeps. Yeah. Maybe there's something to be said about fucking light bulb head. You just like maybe you just on a on a different you work on a different plane mentally. I don't know. So what have you seen? I'm, I'm excited about know. Jacoby Myers' emergence. I just uh, this guy's weird. This, this bugging this you right throw, now. It just confused me. Yeah, I, I didn't expect to be talking about Jack Easterby tonight. I never well, heard always, of this guy. You always have to talk about him. He's on my mind 24 hours a day. <laughs> I'm, my wife's literally about to have a baby at any second, and Jack Easterby controls my what? life. What? Have you um, not seen her? She's nine months pregnant. She's due on Thanksgiving. So Jeez. could be any minute at this we point. Got a, we got a week away. I know. I'm nervous because this could even be if lot. you have if you have no symptoms and you test because they're gonna test me when we go into like when she delivers the baby. They test you for COVID. And if I have no symptoms, I just can't go in. If I test positive. Even with these bullshit tests like they do with your Q-tip, like point of contact. Yeah, you've, you've been to two already. Yeah, exactly. I've seen it. I <laughs> yeah. mean, trust me, I've seen it. You, I feel like uh, my wife would hold that against me like it was my fault, though. Are you in the room or are you like the smoking the cigar, mm. drinking a scotch mm. in the waiting room guy? That's very much not... Uh, no, it's frowned upon these days, Tyler. You I think to... you'll learn that. What? No, that's very much frowned upon. I thought, you, I thought everyone... I thought there was a cigar section that I you wish. allowed in. I would have been there in the second one. The first one I wanted to be there, I was like excited. Yeah. And then the second one, I was like, I don't, I don't need to be. I was literally thinking about two weeks ago, because we probably haven't potted since then. I'd gone to like, I don't know, three or four ultrasounds in my life, you know, between my two kids. I probably went to the, fir- the first one ever for my son, my firstborn. I was like super excited. It's like almost as exciting as 
you know, having the baby itself. It's like, oh my God, like this is real life. We're going to have a kid. And then you find out the sex of it and um, all that shit. So it was very exciting. And I was like, oh, everything, the heartbeats, you're fucking crying. Because just to hear a heartbeat, like, of a thing you made, you're super excited. And then, like, you know, I went to, like, the second, maybe another one for my son. And then probably the first one for my daughter to find the sex of that one. And maybe the last one for that. And I didn't go to any for this kid. And then I went to this last one. It's going to be the last ultrasound, like, I ever have. Because uh, I'm not getting her pregnant again. I'm going to get snipped immediately. You getting the snip? I have to. I can't, I can't do it again. Is I, it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. So I went, and it's literally, I'm sitting there, and Anne's, my wife, you got to come. You got to come. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. I was excited. Like, going to the hospital, like, this is the last one. They're going to check, make sure everything's okay, and she's ready to come out. I was like, all right, whatever. So we went, and they sit me down in the corner, and there's a TV in front of me. And I swear to God, it's just, gr- the baby's so big, it was just blur. I'm like, what am I looking at? And the lady was doing the thing. She was foreign. So I couldn't understand a word she was saying. She's like, the kidneys. The ki-. I was like, why do I? The kidneys. I was like, okay, great. You can show me the face or something. Anything interesting. I was like two seconds into it, and I was nodding off. And the fucking thing went on for like 45 minutes. I was like, all right, the baby's in there. Can we just fucking, is it coming soon or not? And it's like, nothing on this planet loses its excitement faster than that. I'm t- the, from like time, to, like the, the first ultrasound, first baby is like the Super Bowl. And... It gets so much worse after that, like so much more boring. <laughs> like the first one, you couldn't be more. Like, every second, you're like, oh wow. Like the, here's the heart, here's the kidneys, here's the fucking feet. And then like, you're, like on the last one, I'm like, wow, this is the. Like, it was to a point where like my eyes were shutting. You know how like they could do like those gene editing things of this now? Yeah. Do they like does that get brought up at the hospital? It's never been brought up. I'm sure it costs. That's I'm sure it costs yeah. money. It's probably a little weird to bring. I'd up fuck it up too. I'd be like, yeah. I want blue eyes, and then the kid would come out with. Like, I'd click on the blue eye link, and then the kid would come out with black hair, blue eyes, and fucking look ridiculous. They would probably look at you guys like, are you sure you don't want, <laughs> you want to make sure this one has hair? Because <laughs> we're going to keep, we can, we can click this link. He'll have hair throughout his whole life. I'd say, I mean... no, he should struggle like me. <laughs> There's no reason for that. We're looking here. It says, yeah, he's going to fail history in third grade. What? How'd you? <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah, so nothing nothing loses its value quite like the ultrasound. Just sitting there, I mean, I could have, I was like, all right, I've seen it. Uh, and I think everybody out there has, has, has got the same fucking story because I was nodding off. I didn't and my wife was like, you. How long do they take? I don't know. I actually. 30, bet- 35 minutes, 40 minutes. I took uh, Papa to like 10 ultrasounds. That's all I did. We were a fucking ultrasound. babies? He, he got more ultrasounds. I didn't even know there was a thing besides just for babies. Like, well, I they, think they, they do, do for like for uh, kidney. Yeah, like, they look for like kidney stones, right? Yeah. Kidney stones and... Uh, what did he have? He other had, things, uh, probably. Something in his urethra. Oh, nice. Do they have to put... So let me ask you a quick question. So for a urethra, do they have to put the, lo- like the gel on his penis and, no. and then no, and no. go up and down it? No. <laughs> with the fucking paintbrush thing? No, he used to have me do that, but I feel like I was getting tricked. <laughs> I was used with my mouth, and there was no scanner. Are you sure you need this much? <laughs> this is a lot. Keep going. I make my own gel. <laughs> you do want to live here, don't you? <laughs> uh, it ain't free. No, you get him on your... Uh, it was something like he would do him on his stomach, and then his ki- they looked at his kidneys, and then the track from your kidneys down through... I don't know. There was infections and stuff, but I think it was not... No, they didn't do it on his penis. Well, you said urethra, and that's I know, the only but I spot. I think it goes ure- all the way up, right? Does it? I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not. A, I'm not a science guy. Yeah, I get nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a science guy. Um, anyway, so Pat's Pat's 
Texans this week. Um, I think that the Patriots, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the Patriots are on a hot streak right now, and it's going to start to roll. Cam Newton is locked in on Patriots offense. If we can just get him to unlo- unleash his legs a little bit more, I'd be more happy with where we are. Um, but I can legitimately see a big run coming. Like, if I could see them ripping off the rest of the schedule. You know, and fucking, I, I don't know. I just see it happening. I think it's they're like going to the beat the... same way they... they... I just feel a Patriots run coming right now. I like it. I mean, I have to say, I do. I have hope. I feel it. Like that Ravens game was a catapult. It start. It was the starting line of a of a of of a start. You know, of a. Run. You know, I was thinking about it too because who did they? Oh, the Bills. Yeah, that Bills game. They could have won that game. They they, they legitimately like three plays from being a fucking seven and two. I think the they win the Bills game. I don't think they would win. The Ravens game, if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like because of where they put Maybe. themselves, they like, they're such in like a mindset right now. I really do think that they are not really feeling themselves as much as they like, they know they can't lose at all. Any time. Like, they yeah. can't have any slip ups or they're done. So, like, they do seem pretty locked in right now. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, they're fucking three plays from being seven and two. And they're played hard. I mean, that just. The fucking Seattle goal line stand. The. The fumble against Buffalo. Um, the Harry pass. The Harry pass top. against Denver, yeah. which Good could have been played. Back. Yeah, it didn't do anything, but no. he existed. Yeah. He was there. So, I mean, whatever. But I think they're just going to – I think they're going to go in there. I think they're going to roll on the Texans. I think the Texans have quit on their team. Like, not that they're a bad team, but I think they have just quit. I think that they hate the ownership. I think they hate the uh, – Deshaun's gone as soon as he can leave. I, he, he just signed a big deal, but I wouldn't be surprised if he forced himself out of there. Yeah. J.J. Watt, I think, wants out – He's going to um, leave. I mean, yeah, all these guys. I mean, what do you do? David Easter Johnson. has ruined the team. Old, you trade the best wide receiver in football for like a semi-washed-up like washed up running back. There, There's a million of them. That just yeah, doesn't make any sense. I don't know, did they get picks back for that? They had to have gone. It was like a second round, maybe. It was like David Johnson a second or a third for, for Hopkins. Dude, I they mean, were legitimately. the best receiver. Remember, like two years ago, the Patriots were trying to trade – for Hopkins and like yeah. it was like it was something it was like Jamie Collins for for fucking DeAndre Hopkins and Brady loves him would have been unbelievable yeah. you know, Brady'd still be here if it was Hopkins was here probably yeah so the things whatever I think Patriots go in there and I think they fucking roll too I think it's gonna be 34 to 14 I think they roll who 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 I don't know I have a feeling that pa- it's a Bill wants fight. to run it up I feel a dog fight coming I mean you're on the road tough game no. 22 to 20. Patriots by a game-winning field goal. Wow, you think they're going to be down. Okay. I think it's going to be... Nick a- Folk, by the way. I apologize to Nick Folk because I gave him so much shit at the beginning of this year, and he's been nothing but daggers since. Nick Folk is nice. Yeah. He is solid. Like, he's just... So- he's doing what he's, he needs to be doing. And our punter is the dominant. best. He's the best. He's dominant. He's a weapon, as He's a say. weapon. All right. Uh, listen on the, you know, we are on YouTube. We, I'm thinking about bringing in a camera. We can do this live to shoot this bitch right on and put it on YouTube. That, that'd be, you know, epic. Podcast is Rogan. The, the podcast is a good, uh, we have a good studio set up. We do have a good studio. We can put a camera right here. Anyway, we get some bitches chilling on the couch, yeah. smoking blunts. I'd love it. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah. Get wild. Uh, anyway, 
Follow us at Brady Disciple, Podcast, gmail.com. Email, subscribe, rate, tell your friends. We still want to get keep getting these numbers uh, up. I'm having a good time doing it. Glad to be back. Go Pasco. Go Sachems. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Back to throw, and here's the punch by Mike Brady. The pass is You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.